Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the Tuesday night deal where we talk about NXT. And Jesus, I get worse at these every time. Hello, Fightful Faithful. This is your NXT review for June 28th. Brought to you by Blue Chew and Magic Spoon today. We've got Alex Pulowski in the house. We've got myself. We've got to remind you to send in your super chats, to send in your humper chats, to leave a thumbs up on this video, and of course, to subscribe to Fightful Select for the latest and greatest in all wrestling breaking news. Over 7,000 subscribers, Alex. Holy crap. I love that you kayfabe the intro for me. I appreciate it so much. Every time. Every time. <laughs> I need some semblance of joy because Buddy XT ain't giving it to me. Holy crap, am I like peak sour today. This was a terrible episode. We're a little bit late. The truth is I had to like set up and stuff, but I also, I think I needed a minute, guys, because it was so bad. Yep. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, Next week, we'll be come back here next week and go, hey, you know, the matches were all pretty, pretty okay. Uh, I hope they can build off of this going forward. Maybe the creative will save them. No, that's never going to happen. So we're, we're, let's not let's all remember how we feel now. Next week, because we should always, you know, just remember to keep expectations low at all times, because that's the, that's the secret sauce to NXT 2.0. Um, we got the gab. It's I think it's very funny to me that that the the hashtag they've set up already for uh for for next week is NX, hashtag nxt gab uh <laughs> but the the gab is next week uh the bash that is so american it's great um and uh we were, were i guess we we made a whole bunch of matches tonight for that show uh and and um a lot of it just comes down to I don't think they know what uh, they're doing. 
if that makes sense. I don't think I don't think the people who are running shit there have any clue no. what they're doing. I just don't. I just I, I don't can't get it. believe that they had this was the episode after two pre-tapes, man. They had like three weeks to, to create this episode, and this is what they gave us. The insult to your performers and to your audience is it just continues. And I gotta be honest, like normally we talk about bad creative and good ring action. There was some not great in ring action tonight at all. Um and I I just when that's not redeeming, this is an even harder show because there's just there's nothing here for us. Yeah. Double best um, in the beach are your NXT tag team champions. NXT in the UK. UK. What are tag we doing? team champions? Um, oh crap! I forgot I'll, to say the Twitch thing, guys. We're also on Twitch. Yeah, Twitch.tv backslash Fightful Gaming. You can send in chats via bits as well. Yeah. Thank you to our wonderful moderator Louise for reminding us of that. Um, MAC and punctured on just so I could feel joy today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, get in your super chats. At the bottom of the chat deal here on YouTube <laughs> and also your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. Uh, we prefer the Humper Chats because we get a sweeter piece of the pie. But otherwise, you know, anything's good. Anything's we're gonna, appreciated. We're going to need bail money to bail Tony D'Angelo <laughs> out. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> Can we talk about that for an hour? Yeah, let's talk about that Please. for two hours and then nothing else for the rest of the time. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, good sours of the graps. Hail to the Council of Marks. Hail to Paul Elizabeth. Hail to the leader of the Graps, Alex and Kate. May all of our spoons be magic. NXT <laughs> 2 was pretty junk tonight. Uh, it was. Um, yeah. Uh, Meet Normus says, um, uh, you can't spell Gabagool without the gab. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's uh, good. See, yeah. that in the, the first five minutes of the show, I've been more entertained by you guys in your super chats than I was probably for the entire two hours of the show. I have one positive note written down, and that is so sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Ricardo the Mark says, my appendix ruptured. I'm fine, though. Here's some love. Uh, I hope you're fine, because that that sucks. Those are ne That's never a good thing to happen. That doesn't stick. Are you sure your appendix burst, or did you just watch NXT and are in pain? <laughs> <laughs> it makes you very sick to your stomach. Does, watching it a um, lot of pain uh chris like vegas says here's some money because y'all are more entertaining than nxt well listen that's a very low bar to clear but we're very happy that we do um that's something we'd like to try um uh, matthew plus here being awful says uh katie you can't fix those trash bangs on your own uh matthew plus pays us money to read his ramblings and rantings of a madman. I would say kiss my butt, but mine is covered so you can kiss Nikita Lyons' butt. Her, like, side butt. Or Kate, Kate and Carter had all of her cheeks out tonight, too. Like, Boy, did she ever. Uh, those That was that was at least two-thirds of the cheeks were out on Kate and Carter tonight. Uh, I wonder if I wonder if Lindell has something to say about that. Um, Paul Elizabeth says, had to watch NXT tonight. Thank goodness for Sir Pringle, the council, Team KLX, and the SGS. So your your dad, your poor father, had to witness. He's given it a good solid three weeks. Like I've been back and forth between my parents' house, and my place, and my sister's place, and upstate New York over the the course of the past month, 
And my poor dad has sat there and watched NXT with me a few times. And even he is sick of it. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Pringle says, Maddie Minus take a long walk off a short pier. No, that's that's uh, two dimes. That's what two um, dimes did. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, JW Pringle says, in other news, I celebrated Taco Tuesday with Hawaiian food. Uh, Kailua pork with two scoops of rice and a scoop of mac salad. Taco Tuesday success. Yeah, Listen, anything can be put inside a tortilla. It is simply a, 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 a starchy means of conveyance to get other foods into your mouth. Uh, so yeah, but like my, my, I was like, uh, I, I made us, um, oh, what did I make the other night? I forget what I made us, but it was some, some kind of, oh, chicken parm burritos. Cause I was all out of like, like the, the bread we used to make. So I was just like, oh, no, I just like, I, I diced up the, the, the chicken parm and with the sauce and the cheese and everything. And I rolled it up in a tortilla and she was like, I didn't know you could do this. Of course you can. You just a tortilla. It's the same thing. <laughs> Tastes fine. Um, so, okay, we got, we got through all those. Um, uh, oh, here we go. We got, we got more. We're, I got to get this. Here we go. Um, uh, Anirban Bardan says, my first ever and probably only super chat in my life. To appreciate Kate's bangs and powered by Blue Chew to say that NX 2.0 was better than, uh, than <laughs> Forbidden Door's brawl. I don't, I mean, the brawl was the least good thing about Forbidden Door. But everything else about it was absolutely amazing. Um, uh, and yeah, no, NXT 2.0 is really much better than anything. <laughs> I hated. I hated that we went home on. Uh, I, I hated that we talked about it on Fight Select. We did the yeah. Paywall pay-per-view post-show yep. for Forbidden Door. I did not like that they went home on something that felt like a go home to another event. That did not feel great. Yeah. But it made sense, which is more than I can say for most of NXT 2.0. Like all of, I'm not a huge fan of how often they do like the gang wars, but they, they're always logical at least. So it yeah. doesn't like take me out of the story, but I just felt like that was not the place for it. Yeah. Um, NXT, uh, sorry, Nurguru has something to give fun to us. For everybody who who would like to partake and, and play with this, feel free to, to throw your super chats and upper champs as a response to this says, I have a somewhat fun prompt for you guys tonight. If NXT 2.0 was a thing during the pandemic-like early stages, what would have been the cinematic match they would have run? It could be anything or anyone we've seen since it aired. Ooh. Man, they could have done... Hmm. There, there's a lot there, but... I mean, they basically already did that with Dexter Loomis in the Haunted House, but like instead make it a full match. They would that have could been, work. Like Dexter Loomis like stalking somebody through a haunted house, but fighting him all the way through it. They did that basically with Cameron Grimes, but like they could make that work. I feel like when they were in the thick of like the Diamond Mine versus Imperium feud, like a Gunther versus Roddy Strong match would have been, I feel like, a really fun cinematic one. Yeah. We would have done... um. Louise says uh, the hero gasm from the Amazon Prime show The Boys, but the NXT remix. I don't even know. I don't even want to know what that is. Uh, <laughs> I know they're very horny there, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to see that. that I don't want to see that. Um, I also think they would have had uh, uh, Tony D fi fighting somebody in some back alley behind an Italian restaurant. Like it would have been 
really great. They, that would have been a lot of fun too. Um, yes. So uh, Ryan Sullivan gets us kicked off of the actual show. What a guy. <laughs> says, uh, I don't understand NXT, but here is money. And thank you for the money, uh, Ryan Sullivan. <laughs> Nobody understands. Um, nobody understands. Yeah, you guys uh, are being very supportive very early on, and and thank you for that. Because, um, okay, Roxy and Jade uh, faced the TikTok tag team. Remember when they were called that? They were the yes. TikTok tag team, and they dropped that immediately because they knew it was stupid. Yes. Um, you know what they should have dropped also? Those ridiculous light up shoulder pads they wear to the ring for no reason. Also, they were like best friends with Double Vest and the Beach, and then that's just not then, a thing. No, no, but no, but because Double Vest and the Beach have a horse girl now. It's true, but like. But they were they no they, they were, were best, friends. They were best friends. They're like, um, hey guys, come and and let's go to a concert. Why not? Um, but here's what I want to know: Why are you wearing those Christmas lights around your shoulders? That's not a very it's a, not an effective shawl. Trust me, I had a shawl once. It was made out of Christmas lights. It was a festive thing. And it did not protect me from the cold whatsoever. I got frostbite in both of my shoulders one time because I had to walk uh, through a parking lot. It was terrible. Don't wear the Christmas lights on your shoulders, ladies. It's not really important. I, I just think you shouldn't do it at all. Are they indoor outdoor lights? Because it's also a huge risk. If it's only indoor lights, you could electrocute yourself. That's true. You gotta always be safe make, these days. Always make sure you don't plug your shoulder pads into an overloaded outlet, or the whole thing could spark and you could all go up in flames. My God! Make sure you plug your shoulder pads into one of those the the, the power strip dealies mm-hmm. with a surge protector. Always protect the surge on your shoulder pads. That's what you gotta do. I mean, you could get the solar light up sh- shoulder pads oh the but then you're running you're, ones, but then you're running a risk you're running a risk conk out. you're running a risk you, z- you don't know everything's just everything's made on the cheap and you never know you gotta make sure you go with the grade a version of the shoulder pads that light up for no reason it's true um tiktok tag team loses uh it's a long ass match kate i have a question for you was this match good I only ask because I didn't get to watch a lot of it. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't watch a lot of it, and I say that also, meaning I couldn't watch a lot of it because I was doing things like cleaning up after dinner and putting a load of laundry in, like stuff I have to do around the house while this is on. But also, I say I couldn't watch it because I just, I just don't give a, I just don't give a damn. I just don't really care about any of this stuff, oh. um, and it's not great. So because- was it, was the match good? No, I I saw like some conflicting viewpoints to what I'm about to say on social media. So if you guys liked them, that's cool. Um, I thought it was really bad. The, the most egregious spot in it for me was at one point, Katana was just like basically on all fours for just waiting to be kicked. Like just waiting for right. someone to come stomp on her. Like the amount of ringside and not selling anything. Like she she was literally just sitting there for like a good 90 seconds, just waiting for someone to come stomp her. Made no sense. Um Caden had an awful single uh leg crab that just looked bad. It looked somewhere between like she was trying to lock in a scorpion death lock and an ankle lock. I thought it was terrible. Um 
Cora had a really bad head scissors takedown with Caden too. I don't know who was on the wrong end of that, but it just looked very bad. And then there was a corner spot where somebody got pulled out of the way, but because WWE camera cuts are terrible, I don't actually know what happened to the, the corner spot that happened right before the finish of this yeah. match. So I don't know what caused it, but I did not like this opening match. Unfortunately, I saw some people that really did. I thought the parts that Roxy were in looked pretty strong. Um, but outside of, of that man, Katana is very impressive from an acrobatic standpoint, but her ring psychology is lacking for how long um, she's been doing this, or at least it was about uh, in this match. And Kaden didn't look great either. I, they just either didn't have the chemistry or whatever, but um, even Cora coming in as the hot tag, that head scissors was not very good. Uh, I, I didn't like this very much. I can understand why you weren't interested because the crux of this match has to do with a singles breakout tournament being turned into a maybe possibly they're going to use it as a tag team title shot instead, possibly. I just, yeah, I guess this match was so they didn't have to do that. Like, I guess. I mean, he, honestly, this is what I thought was going to happen. I thought, and I I didn't want this to happen. I thought they were going to do this. I thought they were, because they've been leaning, and they did this in a post-match segment as well. They've been leaning toward taking Caden and Katana. I really hate that name. Caden and Katana down a, down a heelish path. They're they're being sore losers. They're They're overly arrogant, all this kind of stuff. They've been leaning on taking them down a heelish path. So I thought, what if they cheat to win? To get the number one contendership. And Roxy and Cora Jade are so pissed. They cash in that contract that Cora Jade that, that, that uh, Roxy has and get added to the tag match, thereby making it a triple threat. And then you can kind of protect Toxic if you wanted to. I'm I'm saying like these are all options that they had to do something bad, which is use Roxy cashing in this thing. But if you're going to do it, do it in a way that makes sense. Um, But they didn't do that. Um, And I think, I think Roxanne Perez, Roxy is, is incredibly talented. And, and the one that I care about, I mean, there are some, sometimes I I can, I'm fine with Cora Jade, but I'm never going to be the biggest fan of hers. And I think that the old Casey and Caden tag team has, reached its ceiling which is to say never gonna hold a title on any level of wwe they're just not that good now that doesn't mean they can't be on on the main roster and take a bunch of losses hell that like i would rather see them take a bunch of pinfalls than nikki cross who's an actually great wrestler um but but you know it's just it's a it's a weird thing um uh, i i i i also i i just i i wanted i wanted Listen, I understand all the other girls on the NXT 2.0 are showing the cheeks and they're showing the tartars. But but listen, Caden, I don't I don't know I don't know you, sweetheart. But I just want I hope you're not falling victim to the peer pressure. Because not everybody ha- I think you look wonderful. Those are wonderful cheeks you have. You're sporting some lovely cans. But what I am saying to you is you don't have to show them off if you don't want to. Don't feel like you have to be one of those toxic girls or like a Nikki Kikita Lions. You don't have to do any of that at all. 
Um, there's some confusion in the chat too. By the way, I just want to clarify: Roxy did not officially yet no, cash in. She's not her title shot. No. Um, <clears throat> so that makes even less sense in retrospect. Yeah, I didn't notice the ring gear change. I. I kind of went the other way with it thinking she had a lot of tattoos. I don't know if you noticed on mm -hmm. her legs, but I, I know they kept Rhea covered up because of her tattoos. And then yeah. because of a ring gear mix up, she had to be able mm -hmm. to show them. And it was a very positive reaction. So yeah. I'm wondering if maybe they've lightened up on showing tattoos on the old WWE programming. Right. But um, of course, I Linda's pretty old school. So I just, it makes sense that she would feel that way. That made more sense than a lot of things in this match, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so uh, so Roxy wins with the Pop Rocks on Katana, and they win. Which um, always looks cool. I will which say always that. looks, looks yeah, fine. The Pop Rocks um, cool. Yeah. And then later, uh, Katana and Kaden come into the women's locker room, which is full of full of ladies. Just There's like seven or eight women in the locker room. And Caden uh, comes in and immediately kicks a suitcase. She's very, very angry that they lost. And Katana's like, I know we're better than them. And we're better than Toxic. Um, and so, like, they're very angry that they lost. And then uh, Tatum Paxley is there, is like, just gives them a side eye. and like, Who, what are you looking at? I'm like, I'm just trying to give you your space. Um, uh, why don't you mind your own business? And I, and I wanted him to be like, um, that's my suitcase you just kicked. Like, I don't understand why, like, I hope that was Caden's suitcase, but it's never, act. nobody, nobody stepped forward and, hey, that's mine. Please, there's breakable things in there. Um, I, I went, went to a souvenir shop and got some stuff for my great aunt. Um, please don't kick it. She's a big fan of, of, of little, little Hummel figurines, and I got some with Mickey Mouse ears on them. Please don't kick my suitcase anymore. Um, I don't know, I don't understand why, why this thing is there, other than to, like, I guess we're going to get Tatum Paxley versus Caden Carter to further the Caden and Katana heelish stuff. My biggest problem with this was um, you can't just go around saying you're better than people you've lost to. That's the point yeah. of matches is to determine who's better than the other. Like if I fought Sean, I would of course win. I would beat Sean right. hands down any day of the week. Easily. Like I can't even hold his own in a GCW battle royal. So he can't just come out and say he's better than me when I would kick right. his butt over and mm -hmm. over and over again. That's just a hypothetical example. Right. That right. would definitely happen if it played out. But right. for now, it's a hypothetical example. Yeah. Um. But that's the, the point of wrestling matches. And it's the point of wins and losses is to determine who's better and worse than other teams. You can't just like come in there and yeah. And say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we got some more here, uh, from, from the Matthew minus Matthew plus says, okay. uh, Paul Elizabeth watched NXT tonight with as much joy as he had watching his daughter grow up into a mediocre podcast host with trashy bangs. Hashtag boycott SGS. Paul Elizabeth says, oh, Mr. Plus, the burn, it hurts. I'm melting. And then J.W. Pringle says, Sarcastic. <laughs> Maddie Minus, may your socks be forever damp and your cereal always soggy. Uh, and then uh, Matthew Plus says, oh, wait, sorry. Then Luis has a different heading here that says, Matthew Plus ain't so bad after all. To which Matthew Plus has said, Here's me putting Luis over the best mod in the biz. And now we know 
why Matty Plus has not been blocked because he's bribing Luis with compliments. You can call me a mediocre podcaster all you want, but I am here on this podcast making money off of you and your shitty comments, Matthew Plus. So feel free to keep sending this mediocre podcaster all of your money, but I don't know if you've noticed how many shows I'm on. It's every Tuesday. It's every Friday. It's pretty much every pay-per-view now. So you can never escape me, but you can keep sending us all of your money. And as Mm -hmm. far as my dad goes, find yourself a little tag team partner, all right? Because we're going to kick your ass. You can find yourself a tag team partner with the actual last handle name minus so that you can just be neutralized because that's what my dad and I are going to do to you. All right? Because you know what a plus and a minus adds up to? Big old fat zero. Which is where you're already at, pal. That's right. Um, uh, Yeah, so so I guess we're going to get Tater Paxley. Uh, Tater. Tater Paxley uh, versus Caden Carter or Katana Chance. Um. We... Oh my God, Matthew Plus says he's going to tag with Luis like he doesn't realize. <laughs> like Luis doesn't know where his bread and butter is made. You ah, know what I mean? He knows He knows where. Please. He knows, he knows what's going on. Trying to come into um, our stable. We got a backstage segment where um, where Julius and Brutus are showing uh, Ivy Nile how to get into her awesome, crazy, reach around behind her back sleeper hold thing that she doesn't get to do on TV often enough. Um. I uh, I <clears throat> I thought this was fun. Uh, obviously, until uh, uh, until Joe Gacy showed up with the grizzled young veterans hanging their heads in shame, wearing those friggin' outfits. Um. Uh, but he's like, "You uh, you should be with me. Why don't you you should go away from the diamond mine, but be join me. I am evil. You should join me." Um. And then For one million dollars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Roddy Strong shows up and says, "Get the hell out of here!" And I'm like, wow, but you guys, there's so much hostility amongst you. It's not not toward me. It's amongst yourselves. Well, why don't we have a six man tag later tonight? Um, and uh, that's that yeah, gets all set up. Um, yep. This is all a thing. It. Uh, happened. Yeah, there's a like. Oh, right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, dub, diamond mine. We're gonna, we're we're gonna show them, and they all like fist bump, except for Roddy Strong. Hugs, <laughs> hugs. <laughs> so hugs. What Ivy Nile? Ivy. He hugs Ivy Nile. He doesn't. You can't. You can't dap up a girl. Apparently, you gotta hug him awkwardly. That was I odd. want Ivy Nile to kick the dyad's ass. That's what I, I got. <laughs> I want her. Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile versus. Joe Gacy in a death match that Ivy Nile squashes him in. That's what yes. I want. Yep. Um, uh, so uh, after Julius and Brutus walk away, Roddy Strong looks after them like, I I don't like you very much. I pretended to like you just now, but I don't like you at all. Um, I'm kind of just like, just leave them in mind, bro, at this point. I'm like, Look, you're clearly not getting along with them. Yeah. You said you were going to kick them out. They ended up winning. You could just, just, just stop. Yeah. Um, go. We uh, we got uh, Giovanni Vinci uh, yes, versus Ikman Giro. Uh, it was a squash. Uh, basically a squash. Um, good. 
Fabian Eichner is a frigging star. He's great. He's one of the most, like, uh, unambiguously talented mother effers I've ever seen in uh, in the ring. Um, and uh, Fabian Eichner is. Giovanni Vinci is a tired-ass, lame-ass gimmick. Like... Like him walking out to the ring and they and he has to pose for pictures, waits way too long for the pictures to get taken, and then they say Venny, and then the next one says Vici, and the next one says Vinci. Like it's just, it's it's your he's too good for this crap. He's really 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 great. You don't need to give him the gimmick. You can just give him a character. Because we talked about character versus gimmick. This is absolutely a gimmick. He doesn't need a gimmick. Give him a character. The character makes sense. The gimmick doesn't. I hope he's able to rise above the awful co- uh, creative and, and reach his true potential, but I don't even know if that's going to happen. So a few things. Just... I don't, I don't want to say this because I don't want anybody to lose their jobs, but I watched Forbidden Door on Sunday, yeah. and then I watched this, and I was like, let's just let Ikmanjiro go. Like, he was so good. He's a multi-belt holder in New Japan. Like, there's a place where Japanese talent can go and work on American yeah. television now. Let's let him go there, man. Yeah. Um, that popped into my head because he deserves better than taking squashes from this, but it's better than jobbing Devon Wagner, I guess. So I'll take it. Um, the Tornado DDT was really cool in this match. That was the most forceful Tornado DDT I've ever seen. That was really, I yeah. He pulled some G's on that thing. That was nuts. <laughs> that uh, was a very um, like high damage tornado. That was very high yeah, on the scale. That was, that was what they call uh, an F five. How did you feel about him using the last ride as the finish? I I love it as long as too. they're gonna as long as they're gonna give him guys that are he's able to do it to. Um, and I can't wait to see who the biggest guy is that he can do that to. Like, can he do that to Duke Hudson? I bet he can. He's friggin' Fabian Eichner. He's really strong. Like, yeah, let me see. Let me see how big the dudes are that he can do that to. I, I'd like to see that. Um, uh, it, it's, it's a hell of a, if it's a hell of a last ride. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. So good for, good for Fabian Eichner for winning. But yeah, yeah, I really liked him using the last ride. I, I'm kind of glad that like he i'm not glad that he is not an imperium but like i am glad that he is being i it seems like they recognize that he has the potential to be a single star which that makes me very happy about because he's fantastic um so that part of it is good at least so i will i will focus on that i feel like while this is a gimmicky character, it's not the world's most gimmicky character. So I'm at least thankful about that. Like it's an accessible, accessible character. Uh, Luis, gently correcting you uh, that uh, all Japan, uh, not New Japan. Yeah, I know. and, and DDT. <laughs> and you wrestled in Japan to to a much more success than this. Whatever yes. this. Is. He was at all Japan, not New Japan. Uh, and yeah, and uh, uh, he was a TV champion. Yeah, um, uh, and um, also Luis wants um, uh, Fabian Eichner to powerbomb Sanga. That's Ooh. how big he wants to be who gets powerbombed. That would be fun. Um, so 
Carmelo Hayes is a backstage with Trick Williams getting interviewed and um, and Grayson Waller shows up and says, hey, can you sign all these things? I got a basketball and a shirt. It's for my mates back home. They're all big fans of Melo. So can you sign this shirt and this basketball and these seven, eight by tens and this contract? Oops, did I say contract? You didn't see that you just signed a contract. Uh, and then you have Carmelo says, hey, I like that guy. That guy, that guy knows what's up. I like him. And then later we see him um, leaving and like, hold on, wait a, wait a, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Um, you, you signed a contract for a North American title match next week versus Grayson Waller. And, uh, and Carmelo is very, very upset by this. Very upset by the, by the snake. Grayson Waller that has done this. And I'm, I'm very upset. Instead of this, uh, I'm very upset that they booked Grayson Waller to win the match last week versus Solo Sokoa because if Solo Sokoa had won it, we would have get a one-on-one match between Solo Sokoa and and, Car- and Carmelo Hayes, which i much rather, like, I don't know how many billion times more would I want to see Solo Sokoa versus Carmelo Hayes than Grayson Waller versus Solo Sokoa. So that's that's what I'm upset about, but that's just, that's just it. I'll say this. Um... It's unfortunate that their presentation of everything is a bad high school play because that's actually kind of a clever thing to do that I don't feel like we've seen a ton before of like, I'm going to feed into this guy's ego and have him autograph all this shit. And one of the things he's going to sign is a contract. But Carmelo was so legally binding. I'm sorry. Like, like you tricked a man into signing a truck contract. He could easily get that thrown out. This is why they need an authority figure, Kate. This is true. This is almost as bad as John Cena signing a contract made meant for Finn Balor because Baron Corbin knocked out Finn Balor. I was going to say, this isn't the most egregious thing that we've seen as far as contract. I mean, they don't even know how restraining orders work. So um, I I just, I appreciated that it was clever if they didn't have such a two-dimensional presentation of everything like we saw later in the show of Carmelo being like, oh, what? I signed a contract. I'm so mad. <laughs> like, if it had come off a little bit cooler, I was like, that would actually be kind of a, obviously illegal, but a fun device. Like, that's something that I can chalk up to being in pro wrestling. Right. Um, where you are unable to do that. So, I, I feel for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we got, um, related to this, um, we got a uh, a Wes Lee little video thing where he's basically calling out Trick Williams for the gab. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you insulted my manhood or something. So uh, he was so like, "I week- laid my heart out on the line," which that I really liked because we were like, right. "It's a little late to get this real," but like I like that he acknowledged that. Yes. That was good. Uh, I I liked it too. Um, and we get uh, so we're getting Wes Lee versus Trick Williams. Um, the, the best part about all of this is that we know for a fact that Grayson Waller isn't winning the title next week because we are now after next week, we will be owed, uh, after Wesley beats Trick Williams, we'll be owed Wesley versus, uh, Carmelo Hayes. We will be owed Solo Sokoa versus Carmelo Hayes, which makes it even all the more infuriating that we have to wade through the sewage of a Grayson Waller match to get to this, uh, the other things that are so great. I would not 
call it sewage. I, Grayson listen, Waller in the ring is not the thing that annoys me the most about Grayson Waller. Sewage no, is Von Wagner. No, here's the thing. The matches are fine. Yes. I can't stand the fact that he's so prominently featured and 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 we're supposed to believe him as a top guy when you've never done the work to make him that. Yes. Like you you're you like it would be one thing I guess if they were still dining out on him taking out Johnny Gargano but they never mention it. Like it's just like it was a thing that like nope we, like never happened. We won't we won't speak about it. Like I don't even, I don't know why you even do that without actually like there was no payoff for taking out the guy yeah, that built without, NXT without Black and Gold. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. That was weird. <sighs> Kate. Yes. Kate, we got um we got some news last week that was kind of earth shattering. I don't know. Did you get the news because I sent you the photo in a <laughs> private chat? Because I got the news because I saw the photo. And the photo like had to have been doctored in some way. That has to be Photoshop, I said. Um, because what the photo that I saw was uh, Double Vest in the Beach holding aloft the NXT UK tag titles. Um, and I said, that can't be true. That is a prank being pulled on everybody. Um, yeah, no, that's not, that's not, it wasn't okay with me. So I said, here, this, I, I sent it to you with the caption, this is truly the darkest timeline, because it is. It is, Kate. It's the, it is the British invasion backwards. It's the Alabama invasion. I, I don't, uh, this is, so here's the thing. I actually, um, uh, I actually pitched this years ago. I thought that Otis back when he was Otis right. in NXT, should go to NXT UK and um, and should like have a run there toward the top to have a match with Walter. But the entire thing should be based around vignettes that you film of Otis doing weird, posh British stuff. Like basically the movie King Ralph with John Goodman, which if you haven't seen it, is an absolute classic. It's this guy from, I don't know, from like, I think he's from Chicago. Um, and he somehow the entire British royal family dies at once in a, in a freak accident. And he is like 87th in line to the throne and becomes king of England. And I just like, all the humor is like this guy, this big oaf, from the States going to the, to the UK and it's all a fish out of water story. And I thought that's a great way to do that. Do that with Otis. I think he could really shine in that. That was something I pitched. They didn't do it because they don't listen to my, but if you're going to do a King Ralph story with double vest in the beach, I'm fine with it. As long as they insist on now that we're the UK champs, we deserve titles. Like uh, he's no longer double vest. He's now Lord Vestments of Dublinshire. <laughs> and, he's, and he's not just the beach. I that you made the, the leap from, like, that's how they're referred to in that yes. world, though. Yes, not just us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's their actual given name. That's their, yeah. That's uh, their and, government and, name. And he's not just the beach anymore. He's His Royal Highness, the Duke of Beejington. 
Of course. Like we we gotta we gotta get that right. I mean, the battle of one Jam Beer says that Kate, that's Sir Double Vest and Lord Beejington. Um, uh, Jada Pringle says Double Vest of Double Vest and the BG wore zero vests and one coat. And they have some UK title for for a reason. So it's my understanding that a lot of the UK talent in the tag team division is very injured. Yes. You have literally grizzled young vets wrestling under masks. Yeah. And you're trying to make them feel important. You have, who came out eventually, the Yes Boys, Pretty Deadly, who are from the UK, who came over because they held those tag team titles for almost a year. You have so many options that you could have gone with instead of double vest in the beach. And my God, Florida crowd, we got to have a talk because you deserve a chance should not have rung out when most of their matches are bad clotheslines and masturbation jokes. Okay, listen. Um, Luis can perhaps help us out with that, or maybe the chat can. Do you remember the last meaningful tag team victory either of them had in NXT? Because I can't. I can't remember. Did they they win one match in... The Dusty Classic? How long ago was that? February? Double Vest in the Beach? Or... Yeah. Did they win one match in the in the Dusty Classic? I think they might have. Yeah, like, that sounds right. I think. So like February was the last time they won a meaningful tag match. You deserve it. You want to match in February. <laughs> in, a, also... in a tournament that you were knocked out of in like the second round. Right. Um, they, the, yeah, the NXT they UK. They just have people NXT, win and lose matches, Alex. They lost to, they, they, they won because, is it Ashton Smith and, I can't remember the other guy's name. They had to give up the titles because they were injured. But those guys won the titles off of Mustache Mountain. Like, who are the only guys left in original NXT UK. Um, who are great. And did um, they split them up? And they split them up because they lost, because they were booked to lose the titles to Ashton Smith and and whoever the other guy is. Um, uh, they they turned on each other, and so you basically broke up Mustache Mountain to give the titles to Double Vest in the Beach, which is which is bi- as big of a downgrade as I can possibly think of. Mustache Mountain had that amazing like regular TV on TV NXT tag title match versus uh versus the ue where like trent seven was literally yes. dying in the ring for 20 minutes and like tyler Bate like almost had to throw in the towel that was like some of the best face in peril thing i've ever ever seen if you have not watched that match you owe it to yourself to see trent seven and tyler Bate versus the ue i don't know what three years ago like I was on a regular episode. It wasn't even the match they had on pay-per-view. It was like a regular episode of NXT. God, it was so good. Oliver Alex, Carter. They could have Oliver had... Carter and Ashton Smith. Speaking of Carters. Um, well, well, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they... Have... Nathan Fraser is just happy to be there putting on banger matches. Pair him up with someone in the UK and make it feel like it's important to the UK. I just... Of all the options that you have there, I'm glad... 
I am glad of what we saw after, though. I felt like Pretty Deadly coming out after they praised each other for their hard work of having won a meaningful match in February. Um, yes. I well, really uh, liked that Pre- Pretty Deadly came out and said, because that sure. was a shoot, brother. You lowered the bar yeah. is like something that feels very, very real. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, Why is every de- wrestler injured? Pretty Nathan Deadly. Fraser is injured? Oh, good. Great. Fantastic. Everybody's um, injured. I'm uh, injured doing this podcast. I can't go to I I was at Forbidden we, Door doing our post show and we are both emotionally injured from having I'm, watched the show. Yeah, no. Um our our mental health is 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 hurting. Um so we got pretty deadly coming out because they're upset that you know, like that these Yahoos are the tag champs. Um, and they come out and they say, you guys lowered the bar. We're actually, we, we held these titles for 287 days or whatever it is. Like you don't deserve to have these titles. Um, and, uh, the Florida crowd, because it's Florida and I don't know what I expect from them broke into a USA, USA chant. Um, but it's the NXT UK titles. Like, I mean, <laughs> It was a hostile takeover. We literally invaded Britain to take these titles, and and your USA, USA. Also, I I I always assume the worst of this company, Kate. I do not want to see the uh, big redneck American tag team being pitted against the blatantly flamboyantly effeminate British tag team and see what the crowd does if they get a little rowdy. I don't need to see that on my television. Like it's just a bad, it's a bad scene. I don't want any of that crap. I just, I just don't want any of that. Well, they did establish in this world that pretty deadly are straight though. Right. Did they, wasn't that the first thing they made sure to do? They tried to, but they're, Yes, boy, yeah, one and yes, boy, two. Um, they, I, they may be not. I don't know. It, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Um, the bad one, Jam Beard says, Sir Double Vest and Lord Beejington, as the NXT tag champs, should now start talking in bad British accents like King Booker. Um, sure. That, that, I did, that, I. It is so rare that I want someone to immediately lose titles. I want them to immediately lose the titles. I want Fallon Henley's horse to run into the match and cost them. Oh, also, uh, the horse girl slapped slapped, um, uh, brunette boy. Brunette, yes, boy. Slapped him in the face. And he he reacted as though he had been shot with a sniper's bullet. So like that's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna position these guys is that the lady slapped me and now I'm going to fall over because whatever I I don't I don't I know you, you what you said is true they did appreciate immediately have them hit on uh, toxic attraction however I know the proclivities of the people running this place and how they view things uh, they have not really p- progressed from Billy and Chuck. Let's just say that. Um, well, yes, Sean... we saw the we saw the um, commitment ceremony that they held a couple months ago. That was a good indicator on where they stand right, right. now. Um, Ali C said, 
we what are, we are the bar we lower we, the bar or something yeah we don't just set the bar we lower, we the, lower bar. the bar that's right <laughs> um uh sean blanchard blanford said uh can confirm king ralph is a low-key banger the world doesn't deserve the awesomeness that is john goodman man prime john goodman is the is the shit um uh <laughs> ncb 41 says i saw the alabama invasion thought it was photoshopped there's no way that was real um it just it didn't make sense to me it, it it was it was like i don't know like watching like watching a like if you saw a picture of a dog riding a horse you'd be like what that's not how that works that's that's that was my immediate response i was like no that's that's not a thing that's not a thing that's real um <laughs> i just keep thinking of so actually, I saw Henry Casey in the chat earlier, and yeah. I got to meet up with him, and we went to Stokely's show this weekend. I was thinking about his first set when he was like, you can't get mad just because they forgot NXT UK existed. This is what that felt like to me. Like, they just, I don't think, have yeah. a care in the world for what booking looks like in NXT yeah. UK. Uh, Scotty Bobox says, uh, you know, it's Florida. I'm sure there are some rational fans in the PC, but you know that a lot occupy that same space. They're going to praise the undeserving. Yeah, yeah, this that is true. They, well, they, and it's the they, Homer stuff, it's the Homer too, thing of like also. it's the same crowd every week. Like, right. And and they, they did lose their ever-loving mind when Natty showed up. So, like, they're 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 a very interesting crowd. Um uh, they go into business for themselves all the time. That happens if you I'll say I love ROH and I went to ROH tapings in Philly and it was the same crowd just a few times and it got to that same like point of that it was about them and not about the show they were watching anymore. And I feel like this crowd does that a lot. Like it's consistent that way. Um JW Pringle says British invasion greater than Bama Hey Y'all. Um by the way, um uh, the beach should probably get some vocal therapy because that man cannot do and new he does and new. like it's just he, his vocal register does not raise <laughs> of just this this is how i talk uh sounds a lot like his old man actually like bull buchanan um, JW Pringle says Pepperidge Farm remembers the last meaningful match in NXT 2.0. That's a lie because it hasn't happened. <sighs> yeah, we got a we got a Braun Breaker package, uh, video package. Uh, it was okay, it was fine, whatever. Um, the porn accountant, Alex, the porn accountant beat Indy Hartwell. I don't understand. Uh, here's what she can do. A wrist lock. That's it. And at one point she let go of Indy Hartwell to fix her hair while she was in a hold. Which I think is the perfect microcosm of NXT 2.0. I'm going to release this hold so that I can fix my hair. Is That's great. That's yeah. pretty great. Um, what the hell are you doing to Indy Hartwell? Okay, so I appreciate Allie coming forward with this information. Allie, who's always so fun in our chat, 
Um, she sent me, she said, if Indy Hartwell loses to her, I'm going to run outside. And then I got a video of her wonderful, equally as amazing, equally as hilarious and incredible and beautiful sister um, who sent me a video of her running outside in her jammy jams and her Sasha Banks shirt. So uh, it's pretty great. I appreciate that she's a woman of her word. She ran outside because the booking was so bad. And I wanted to, but I'm more just sat there like this. Like I did for all of this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, it, the, 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 I, it felt like they were building to an Indy Hartwell push. But I guess she's got to like get involved with a feud with Kiana James for now. Because Kiana James won with... Like her one offensive maneuver, as you said, was a wrist lock until she like rolled her up after she dodged an elbow drop and then put one foot on the ropes. And then she's standing outside the ropes going like this. I'm Dang. smarter than you. You're so smart. Uh Panada One Champion says, wait, what? Porn accountant beat Indy? What the That's hell it. is wrong with NXT? I want all of her moves to be named after, like, the casting couch. I want them all to be terrible like that. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Plus says NXT needs a porn lawyer to team with the accountant. No, we have a horse lawyer. Yeah, a porn lawyer with the accountant and then a horse lawyer. For, so a porn lawyer and a horse lawyer with the horse girl and the porn porn accountant. Porn, yeah, there we go. That sounds like um, a terrible joke. Like they all walked into a bar at some point. LEC says she was pointing at her skull like it was a WrestleMania sign. You girls keep me young. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> um Pump saying bird law. I don't understand what you were doing. What you're doing with Indy Hartwell? I just don't. I mean, neither do they. You're just keeping her busy, I guess, for a while because they have no plans of her being actually near the top where she's supposed to be. Um, well, because she already lost to Mandy, right? So yeah, now she, now she has to have a feud with Porn Accountant. Right. What a demotion! <laughs> I'm in the title picture, and then I'm fighting yeah. Porn Accountant. Um. Tom <laughs> Valley says, not a porn accountant, but it's confirmed that Dan Housen's wife, who is a burlesque queen, is in the baddies section tomorrow. So there you go. That. Hey, there you know you what? Not everybody has access to a porn accountant. Alex. No, it's true. It's true. They don't. It's very true. Some people um, don't have that visual. Some people, even if they do have that visual, they need a little bit of help. They need a little help from a product that I can't pull up because I'm not logged into no, I, yeah, I, no, but, I'm, but you I'm, can I'm picking up what you're putting down <laughs> you know we care about that performance in wrestling that main event performance but maybe in the bedroom you don't have the confidence to perform bluechew.com and the code Fightful will help get you there it's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know it works you know it's that good stuff but it works on your schedule, or maybe when you're not even ready and you want to get there. You consult with the online physician. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. No awkward in-person meeting. 
and if approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But there will be nothing discreet about your package when you use BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. But you know what? How about free? Get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Get that main event performance. I, I, I love that we have inside jokes here but i do forget <laughs> about the people who don't watch every week you so should get, go back like four months <laughs> get pump says okay can someone explain to miss one to me why is she a porn accountant is that her gimmick lol okay listen for the the nxt breakout tournament we had never seen her before and all she was was just like i'm a high-powered business lady look at me i'm crunching the numbers on my laptop with my glasses and my blazer over absolutely nothing else. Yeah. And with was just, no buttons done. Like she just, was just, you know. She walked right out of Pornhub into the ring. Like, there's a whole subsection of this. Listen, I don't I, I don't know how much we need to explain to you. When when a man and a woman love each other very much, <laughs> they give each other a special hug. And sometimes people film it. Alex, you have a daughter. <laughs> He's not in here right now. I know, but you're going to have to do a better job with it. I, I, I got some time. She's only five. That is very true. I got some time. Um, yeah, it's so. not. It's not even like that inside of a joke. That that really was just like her. It was like they had toxic. It's like they said you're going to be Britannica from Glow. You're going to be smart. And then they were like, but the only thing that we have in wardrobe is Toxic Attraction's outfit. So you have to go put on that and then talk about how you're analytical and crunching the numbers about how you're going to, to beat people. Yeah. Like Steiner math, but it made more sense, but sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, the batted one jam beard says the porn accountant should take Naomi's rear view finisher as her new one. And this chat should be the ones to name it. And J.W. Pringle says it would be called the pink eye. Too much. Oh um, yeah. Um, so here's the best thing that happened on the show tonight. By leaps and bounds. And we wondered, Kate, A, how injured was Tony D'Angelo? Because that was the big yes. thing. He appeared he needed to be tended to during a house show on the Largo Loop. And... Um, Maybe it was his shoulder. We didn't know. I didn't know how bad it was. But thank God it looks like he's at least good enough to, to film vignettes. Um, <laughs> and then we also wondered, what are they going to do with uh, with Troy Donovan, with, with two dimes? Um, because he was released on some kind of technicality or policy violation. Um, released. And then two more episodes that he had already filmed aired. So we don't we don't know what they're gonna do with him. And here's what they did with him, Kate. You hear the Godfather music. Like I don't know how they licensed it, but that is the theme from the Godfather. And then you just hear Curse Splash. And then it's on top of a bridge is Tony D'Angelo and Stax. And Tony's like, he's got he's holding on to a to a watch. And she's like you know, after all I did for you, I gave you the world. 
you turn against me. You come after my chair? Well, I guess now he sleeps with the fishes. I'm like, wait, you guess? You obviously threw the man over, over the thing. You but guess? He's not going to admit it out loud. I just love it. Yeah, I guess he sleeps. No, okay. So, you know. so um, he he says, I guess he sleeps with the fishes. Um, and then and then he got a, a, a call uh, from Santos Escobar who says, hello, is this the new NXT North American champion? Now, before the call comes through, he takes the watch and throws it into the into the ocean. And like you didn't like we know what a watch sounds like being thrown from a distance. Yeah, for, it does not sound like you dropped an elephant <laughs> off the Empire State Building into the Atlantic Ocean. It just sounds like sploosh. If you hear it at all, that's what you hear. But they had a giant effect of it. The same effect that it seems like the watch maybe weighs as much as two dimes did because it's the same exact sound effect. But then he also, he gets the phone call. He's angry about that. And he throws the phone. And the phone also sounds like a splash. Mm -hmm. um, and then the thing I thought was funniest is that he was looking at two things that represented two dimes. The watch and the leather jacket. They threw the old phone and they threw the watch they got from Goodwill. But that's a really expensive jacket. And they did not throw the jacket. Not only did they not throw the jacket, they didn't show him like, like pretend to throw it and then cut away. And then just leave the jacket there. When they walked away, you can still see stacks holding the jacket. And I just want to, so I just love the idea of like, oh, well, we can't throw this. This is a nice jacket. I mean, this is, this is, this is genuine Corinthian leather. I can't throw this. This is a nice, this is a beautiful piece. I cannot throw away the jacket. Um, <laughs> this was everything I wanted. They, I, not like, like, we have to address the fact that he's gone. And I love the idea of like, no, no, Tony's like, no, no, I got it. Just send me and Lorenzo up to the bridge. We'll film <laughs> something. And he'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll basically say I whacked him. Like I, I just I I love everything about this was so perfect. It was the high point of the show. Unfortunately, it was about ninety seconds long, <laughs> and was a pre-tape. Uh, but yeah, no, this is this just continues to be a whole bunch of fun. This was a blast. Um, I'm proud that they actually acknowledged it. They don't always do that, but this is. The way two dimes should, should go off. I only wish that there was also like two dimes that he threw in the river that made the same sound as his body. <laughs> like, yeah. Make a wish that he throws a dime. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, um, it's great. This whole story keeps was, rolling down the hill great. in the right direction. Yeah. The, the, the best thing on NXT 2.0 by far, by far, is the Tony D and Santos thing. It's it's yeah, literally it's so car carrying this 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 place, um, and also two dimes, uh, who is now Cole Carter, I believe Carter with a K, uh, is now his 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 ring name. Yeah, back um, to his name. Yeah, uh, um, tw tweeted out. I jokes on you. I know how to swim. <laughs> I know, I was cute. That is uh, that way. Um, if he does come back in a year or whatever. Yeah, 
<laughs> Beautiful. He comes back and he's got like seaweed hanging off of him. Yes. Like just let's just do the whole thing. Like at a um, Little Mermaid. Yeah. Uh, JW Pringle says Tony D's night betrayal, sleeping with fishes, a watch makes too big of a splash, prank phone call, phone in the river, phone makes too big of a splash. It's true. It's just it's too bad. It's really too bad. Um, uh, Valob says does two dimes sleep with the fishes? Like a normal person or like Troy McClure? Troy McClure. Um, that's that's a Simpsons reference that you don't understand. Um, uh, yeah, he 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 built a one episode. He built like an under underwater house, so he sleeps with the fishes. Um, <laughs> like SpongeBob. So, ah, the battered one. Jam Beard says maybe they kept the jacket to pass it to someone else. For them to join the mob. It's like the sign that they're a made guy. Which I totally am fine with. However. You're the mob. I feel like you can afford another leather jacket. Or I don't know. Why don't you steal a truck. That's carrying a shipment of leather jackets. You know like you're the mob. What are you doing? Um, uh, So. (laughs) um, We got a bunch of things here. About this. Um. Feeling Dreepy says, this is the first time I've watched NXT since the Cameron and Larry Knight feud. I deeply regret it. Although the implication that Tony D murdered two dimes was hilarious, though. It was hilarious. That was the best thing about the show. Um, but Jake N- Jake Nile, or Neil, says, Alex, Tony D'Angelo may make you sleep with the fishes after your chicken parm burrito. Nobody <laughs> messes with the chicken parm. Listen, you're, you're, I understand. And normally, I, I get these really great ciabatta rolls so that all the cheese and the sauce melts into the crannies. And I forgot to pick them up this week. And I didn't realize they weren't in the house until the chicken parm was already cooked. And I was like, what am I going to put them on wheat bread? Like some freaking mook? They're like, no, I like, hey, listen, you know. We the, the Spanish and the Italians they share the Mediterranean Sea. Maybe if I just put this chicken palm inside this tortilla, then it'll it'll be good. You know what? It tasted fantastic. Um, uh, you're gonna have to do better than that for Tony D. Yeah, like that's fine for you, but you better not. <laughs> you better not go there with that. NCP says, too bad that whoever is writing the Tony D stuff isn't booking the rest of the show. You mean Tony D? I am convinced Tony D writes everything he says or at least gets like full approval of like okay no this is this is the who the character is because it's too much better than everything else on the show like it's it's so much better than everything else that it must have his influence in it because he's the only person that's different from the rest of the creative i don't understand it is head and shoulders above everything else on the show and like santos has been so great with it too so I don't know what the collaborative process has looked like with it, yeah. but it's been great. And a lot of it has been pre-taped as well. Yeah. So they have more times to get it right. Uh, Henry T. Casey says, Pornhub accountant hey. is going to become Tony D'Angelo's accountant, right? Give her the finisher called Bada Bing! Every, every, <laughs> well good, every good legitimate business needs a numbers guy. Or, in this case, a numbers gal. So I was thinking maybe you could come and run the numbers. Um, I think that's perfectly fine. I think it's a perfectly good thing to do. So also some more things for her finisher should be. 
Meet Normus says porn accountants finisher is the step host. It's a groin punch from behind while cursing in Spanish. JW Pringle uh, says um, uh, <laughs> that Meet Normus wins the fightful YouTube trophy. <laughs> Roy Zhang says it should be called the low grade fever. Uh, and Tom LaValle says it should be named the special hug. And well, there you go. Says it could be called the spreadsheet. <laughs> That's a double entendre. It sure is. I get that one. Um, so uh, yeah, it's true. A freaking Jimmy's John's ad ran after this segment, which is so fantastic. <laughs> um, so we got um. We've got Dyad and Gacy versus Strong and the Creeds. This was so stupid, Kate. And long. And long. And really I feel long so week. I feel I feel worse every week for the for the Grizzle Young veterans. But yeah, like, especially because they were wrestling with their jammies on and hoods on today. Well, they that they've been wrestling like that. Like like and 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 now. Now Double Vest and the Beach have their titles. Like that's like they, they were the first ever NXT UK tag champs and great NXT UK ta- NXT UK tag champs. Double Vest and the Beach. They have to watch Double Vest and the Beach tote around their tag champs, their tag titles. Where well, other guys who also held those titles get to challenge them for them. Thus legitimizing Double Vest and the Beach. And like Grizzle, the Grizzle Young Vets would be the perfect guys to come out and be angry. And like, here's the thing there's no reason they can't do double duty because we don't know yet. They haven't announced it yet that they're the guys under the hoods. Like, Grizzle Young Vets coming out to be pissed off at both Yes Boys and also Double Vest and the Beach would be great. It would be a much better use of them than this. Halfway through the match, they, they they insist on calling them Dyad One and Dyad Two, which makes me think of Thing and Thing One and Thing Two from Doctor Seuss and Yes Boy One and Yes Boy Two. But yes, um, Dyad One Boy. goes outside the ring, and 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 we get um, Joe Gacy being like, "Show them who you really are." Like, show them who you really are because he's been getting his ass kicked, and so then he goes in. And 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 then they he does good. He he does much better after the pep talk of show them who you really are. My question is, shouldn't that be the pre-match pep talk? If you know that you can say that to the guy and he's gonna be good, ridiculous. Uh, wouldn't show them who you really are mean take off your mask mm. or your hood? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought that whole spot yeah, was going to be. That would be, be nice. That makes more sense. Uh, there's only so much you could do as a wrestler that can't see very well. It's dangerous and it's difficult and it's a bad call. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Man, it's not Casey's fault, but I just I have no interest in this. The, the feud with Braun really killed it for him and for them. Um, and... <clears throat> Neither of them, in my opinion, we'll talk about it later, have really recovered since. But, like, I want Gacy to have henchmen. It makes sense. 
but they like gotta just unmask them already <laughs> like just do the reveal uh-huh. are they waiting for a great american bash yeah and as far as the uk tag titles go they really just don't care about them no they don't um so the the match ends when um Roderick Strong tags himself in um, and then like gets all pissy about it when Julius has a problem with it. And then Brutus stops Joe Gacy from doing his really weird, unnecessary handspring into a lariat thing. And then um, both the, the one of the one dyad like comes in who's not the legal man and the ref doesn't see it but then he immediately tags back in the other dyad guy so the whole like oh the wrong guy is in the match doesn't matter if he immediately tags himself back out of the match why even do the spot like that makes everybody look dumb for no reason and uh and then they do their their obvious GYV tag team finishing move um, and uh, on Roderick Strong. And I guess because Julius and Brutus are pissed at him, they don't get in and try to break it up. Like, I don't understand why they didn't, like, I guess that was, but they didn't tell that story. They didn't like, they just showed like, like you, you, you have Brutus like actually reaching for the tag while Roderick Strong is currently being pinned. Like, that's not how that works. He can't tag you while his shoulders are pinned to the mat. You know this, right? Don't you know this? This was all, all of this was um, like mind-bendingly stupid. It gets more stupid, though, if we could cut to the later segment with Diamond Mine, because Roddy says, like, you haven't been listening to me. And I was like, you're the one who got pinned. Right. That makes no sense at all. Like, that just, um, for him to be yelling at, at the creeds when he's the one who lost the match and was the one that took the pin makes absolutely no sense. Cause he wasn't yelling at them to break up the pin at all. Um, but maybe, you know what it was, Alex? Hmm. I think Roddy sometimes, it seems like he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. Hmm. It's a little cranky. And I think it's because he's not starting his days the right way right. because what he's not doing is having a protein packed, cereal to start off his day he's probably having something that's full of sugar and carbs and it might not be his fault he might just not know better so roddy if you're watching if you're listening somebody please let him know about magic spoon the nostalgia of cereal before you grew up and you realize it's probably not the healthiest thing to be eating unless you're eating magicspoon.com slash fightful How about this? 13 to 14 grams of protein, 4 to 5 net grams of carbs in each serving, low-carb, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and only 140 calories per serving. It's truly innovated and changed the game. 
with sugary cereals. They've spent time to perfect the crunchy texture and develop an astounding variety of flavors. So you always get something that hits the spot, but without any of the things that are bad for you. There's a flavor for everyone. They've got the classics, just like you remember. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter. I mix cocoa and peanut butter for that peanut butter cup flavor. They also have the cult favorites. Blueberry muffin, maple waffle, honey nut. You also have the indulgent ones like cookies and cream and cinnamon roll. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, get a custom bundle. Use that code Fightful at checkout. Get $5 off your order, and they're so confident in their product. It's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. You can return it, no questions asked. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. And... All the money you're saving uh-huh. and with how great you feel because you now have a protein packed and delicious breakfast, you're going to want to take your newfound energy and your saved money and you're going to want to go to Fightful Select and you're going to have the brain power to read about all of the general awesomeness that is breaking over there. General awesomeness being exactly what Sean told me when I said, is there anything specific you want me to push on Select today? He said, general awesomeness and i said well that's very familiar because this is a bunch of just general awesomeness right here right here right there yeah here at sour grabs so head over to fightful select for general awesomeness always more breaking news i don't think we have to tell you this has been one of the craziest months in pro wrestling but subscribe to fightful select and hang out with alex and i all weekend doing pay-per-view post shows for everything in the world. Money general, in the bank specifically. General <laughs> awesomeness uh, sounds like what they're going to call Riddle when they give him a military gimmick. <laughs> oh, um, no. Uh, give him ideas. J.W. Pringle says, so are Gacy and the Pajama Boys going somewhere? I don't know. I honestly don't know what the hell they have planned for those guys. But I know what they have planned for Diamond Mine. A breakup angle. Because Roddy Strong straight up challenges the Creeds for the NXT tag team titles. Like I said, they were going to. Uh, Roddy Strong versus and Damon Kemp versus the Creeds next week on The Gab. If they win, I'm going to be real, 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 real pissed. Yeah. Um, uh, Nerguru though, has saved everybody with their fantastic fa- fantasy book. Because I figured out how to make Brock and Roman somewhat interesting with something they'll never do. The Bloodline versus Brock and the Creeds. Those kids give young Brock Ooh. vibes so hard it would work wonders. Uh, and Luis says, Bork laser in them loafs are a dream! <laughs> Luis rolls. Um, I, I I love that idea. I I, I, I like that great. idea. I think that's great. I would say one of them gives me young Brock vibes. <laughs> I would say Brutus does, and not so yeah. much Julius. But um, uh, if Brock Lesnar's not a walking loaf of white bread, I don't know who is. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we got our Zion versus Sanga match that was that was uh, promised we? to us two weeks ago. Did we really Sanga? I want to I want to point this out. For weeks now, he has literally been wearing Braun Strowman's hand-me-downs. Yes. And he uh 
he decided to stop shopping at the Braun Stroman the Braun Strowman Outlet Mall, and instead uh, went to uh, Goldbergington Coat Factory because <laughs> he was wearing Goldberg cosplay. <laughs> The black boots, the black knee pads, the black trunks, the black elbow pads, the black <laughs> MMA gloves. Like he was literally <laughs> not Gold Burlington Coat Factory. Gold Burlington Coat Factory. They're more than just great spears. <laughs> he wore oh, the Goldberg no. dress for less, and he got himself a full outfit. Control um, your out- outlet mall, I guess, was not available. <laughs> oh man, it was uh, it was great. Um, so yeah, Sanga beats him, um, which, which wouldn't matter so much except for the fact that like, then Zion Quinn decides to step to Apollo Cruz fresh off a loss to a guy who's like one step maybe above commander Aziz. Like he's not like the, the like the, like he's arrogant about it like apollo cruz you're you're here what are you even doing here this has been three years since you were here i was like it feels like it's more like five but like uh, what it's been three years since you were here why do you think you can just come in here and take over the place i'm the person in charge here i'm the guy who wins everything i'm a real star that's why i lost to a guy who dressed up as goldberg for halloween like i don't know why they did this uh it was it was bad that was not a good match and them jumping each other before the bell was real weird <laughs> to not feel like this type of feud uh Senka has a good power bomb yeah. i don't i don't have anything else to say no. about it other than that um i mean i i i think Senga has some potential i guess i don't know what they're doing with zion quinn like it felt like they were making him into something important when he was doing that weird, like, will Electra Lopez choose this guy she wants to to bone or her familia? Like, that was a huge storyline they did for, like, a long time. And then he lost yeah, but that. but then he, like, did karaoke with Robert Stone. Right. But, right. <laughs> but they didn't have to do that. They, they could have, like, used the momentum of that feud that they gave him to, like, do something else, and they didn't. Um, sure and, did and now... Fresh off a loss, um, he he's like, yeah, Apollo Cruz, you should have have me. We should fight me because I'm I'm the best. But you just you just freaking lost whatever. Um, Luis Polito has sent in a humper chat himself. Luis says did not have Sanga cosplaying as an L.A. Dojo young lion in my bingo <laughs> card, but here we are. <laughs> That's a good call too. I mean, that's also what he looked like, but really, it was Goldbergington Coat Factory. Goldbergington Coat Factory also just for the fun. Um, uh, Wendy Chu um, has dreams about <laughs> Tiffany Stratton, and she's challenging her to a a, a, a match at the Gab. Um, She deserves better. Like, I mean, better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just. She just does. I mean, she, like, she, she deserves like, to be I, an like NXT says, women's champion. Like, I, I like, don't know what to say. Yeah. I like how she says, like, so you don't get it. I get in your head, and then you do something stupid, and then I pin you. 
Yeah. And I like that, that that's actually, she recognizes like, She gets but, in but, it, and then she pins it, and then she wins it. Just, you should probably not tell everybody your strategy. But I get it. Um, yeah, oh, this is three years ago. So you haven't been here for three years. Apollo Crews wrestled Kushida in 2019, which I completely forgot about, because I am convinced that did not happen. Like, why would that have happened? Like, in, in what, this in what, Yeah, in what world does that happen? Um, it was probably a great match. I wish I remembered it. It was probably fantastic. Speaking of, in what world does that happen? <laughs> we got last year, last week, for a couple of weeks, we we were we were we were shown Nikita Lyons training, getting the knee healthy because she's coming back with a vengeance. You're gonna hear that lion roar. She's gonna be in action next week, and then they're interviewing. Um, Mandy Rose uh, 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 and Toxic Attraction. Um, and Mandy's like, Roxanne better not try to cash in that contract on me, blah, 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 blah. And it up walks Nikita Lyons. This is during tonight's show. And Nikita Lyons says, Roxanne might not have won that contract if I had been healthy. It would be me challenging you. And then Mandy Rose like, well, you're getting kind of brave for your britches. Okay, how about you come and we'll, we'll see what it's going on tonight. You bring that same energy here tonight. Or something like that. Keep that and same if, if I don't know why. I just, I thought Mandy Rose was going to like be on commentary for the match and, and watch Nikita Lyons like tune up against some jobber. Like I, I'm on record saying I'm not the biggest fan of either of these women, but I understand for them, this is a big time match, right? Like, it's Mandy Rose who's been champion since Halloween, and it's Nikita Lyons who they every time she's on, they like get your thirst traps ready. Like, like they they promote her heavily as being one of their top up and coming stars. Like the first time they ever wrestle each other is in a throwaway, nothing, non-title match on a random Tuesday, and the match was made that night? Not the week before or two weeks before where you can promote the hell out of it? Like, the Nikita Lyons, like, gifs of her doing what she does, dressed how she is, is the biggest social media, like, stuff that they've got. So you bring the people to the TV ahead of time as opposed to, like, Oh, throw it together. And of course, even with all that, that stupid decision to do what they did, it's an objectively bad creative booking decision. On top of that, they just have Nikita Lyons win via DQ. It's DQ interference DQ because of course they did. They wasted the entire match by booking an interference DQ because of course they did because they don't know how to book anything else. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is coming off of a week where we saw two guys that were in a qualifying match that ended in a DQ get put into a match that they were taken out of to beat tag team champions as a tag team to get put back in the match. So I've, I'm just, I've kind of surrendered to horrendous DQ booking failure by WWE, but, um, I don't know why you bring some of, uh, like one of your, like you said, one of your marquee talents back. Um, it just makes, it makes no sense to have 
her come back and get a weak victory. Uh, not only that, but like that you could easily build to the first time these women ever face each other is for the title. Like I, I, I am conv- like right now. If you ask me, gun to your head, who's the next NXT Women's Champion? I would say Nikita Lyons. Like I, I think that's I think that's where they're headed. It does not make sense to me to have them face each other before that match where Nikita Lyons becomes champion. That doesn't make sense to me. That's a that's a major marquee thing for them. Like again, I don't love either of these women. I've been very like I don't love for 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 various reasons. I'm not the biggest fan of either of these women, but I understand that for them that's a marquee matchup. For the people who love NXT 2.0 and apparently those people exist. That's a big time matchup. Why don't you book it in a way that feels big time? Especially when you have you can have the Lion Gab instead of Roar for Great American Bash. Uh, I'm not convinced with the way that they built up Roxy that um, she's not going to be a tag champion and a singles champion at the same time. But based on the fact that she's in right. tag team booking, like let's let's assume for some reason that they're gonna play by their own rules. Uh, <laughs> Nikita Lyons would be the, the obvious next women's champion. I don't want it. I think Roxy is so much more valuable for a lot of reasons. Uh, but I, I I don't get it either. It, it it makes no sense. I think they think this is building to a feud, but it's just weekly starting one. Yeah. It, yeah. You got me. Um, the battle to one takes us down a path uh, into hell, and he says, um, "So you know how a lot of people say Braun could go up and, de- and dethrone Roman." I have a feeling Vince is going to have Nikita dethrone Bianca Belair. And and to that I say batter to one jam beard, why would you put that into the universe? Just why okay. why would you why would you make that a thing that people would 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 I I should I should have sir. not agreed to read your super chat. <laughs> That's what Well, I the say. good news is they don't listen to anything we say. So by you reading that out loud that ensures yeah. that it it will not happen. Um we uh, we also um, at, at the end of the match after they chop blocked Nikita Lyons from behind, and the refs like, well, well, now I gotta call for the bell. Like it was like <laughs> there was even a choice in the matter. Um, uh, then Cora Jade and uh, Roxy showed up um, to you know. Uh, save her and they're all like now they're friends okay fine Um, yeah so i'll also say this like i i just didn't feel like it was a very well agent match at all i don't understand why a heel champion facing a newly like coming back from injury competitor doesn't immediately go for the knee she eventually got to it and eventually attacked it um but i just i just felt like it wasn't put together in a logical way at all unless she sincerely didn't want to go after her leg, which makes sense, I guess. But like, just didn't feel like this was the best way to go about the match either. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, we got uh, 
we got Lash Legend uh, kicking a uh, trainer in the face with her heel. Um, uh, but the the thing of it is, is Al, she's Alba Fire. Like the trainer's like uh, Alba Fire sustained an injury, you know, blah blah. After the match, uh, and Lash Legend um, like gets him out of the ring and says. Yeah, that's right. I knocked her out permanently. And the thing of it is, is like I don't, I can't be sure because it is Lash Legend if uh, Alba Fire is actually injured at the hands of Lash Legend because that's certainly possible. We've seen that happen enough. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what what the deal is with her. I think that there, I think that there could be something for her eventually. I just don't think she's ready now yet. Uh, still. And uh, should be kept off television until that time. That's just that's the way NXT used to work, and I thought it worked pretty well. But they need to level down with her. I heard from this is so weird. I don't know why it was today, but I heard from four people that they were like, "Do they think she's Jade Cargill? Like they're Jade Cargill?" Because you know, if they do, she's I not. I don't like to do. Um, comparisons because it feels like I'm saying, you know, they're all like that or whatever, but that's not what I'm doing. It does, especially with the way they were having, uh, the way she was speaking, uh, all of everything, the cadence, it felt like they were, that maybe it's not Jade Cargill for them, but it feels like they're trying to reclaim uh, a lot of the territory that heal Bianca Belair Sure, that makes plenty sense. Back in NXT, because because that was her whole deal, um, the 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 clapping, the the every everything that she was doing with the hands, the the cadence of her speech, it felt very much like that's what Bianca used to do when she was a heel, and it worked. It was really great, but it felt real. And also, she could back it up in the ring, which is not a thing for Lash yet. So, correct. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting that like. For some reason today, my my phone blew up with right. that kind of comparison. I think people maybe realize that she has more charisma than in-ring ability right. at this point. Um, at this point, I would also uh, love to see Alba Fire be out of NXT yes. permanently and Please. just be called up to the main roster. Maybe that's how they did it. And she could show up and immediately start teaming with uh, Dewdrop and Nikki uh, uh, Cross, not Ash. Like have Alba Fire be the one who actually gets her to drop all that crap, and 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 the three of them. I keep saying it could be a lot of fun as a as a as a, tri- as a triad. There's uh, a lot that she could do to help that main roster too. Yeah. I love that idea. But even if they didn't want to go in that direction, there's so much that she could do yeah. to help them. So uh, we get JD McDonough um, uh, and. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's been, he's had some, he's had some troubles with the, the cancellation among certain people. Uh, Henry T. Casey says, uh, so NXT's finally sending him to the U S yeah, looks like it. Um, they sure are. I did not catch last week, but they had him wink at the camera while he had his sunglasses on. Makes sense. I'm so um, sad we didn't catch that in real time. <laughs> tonight he took a sip from a wine glass. Um, uh, in slow motion, and the wine glass had a bunch of condensation on it, and so one drip of water fell slowly down the entire thing of 
Because <laughs> it was all in slow motion. I'm drinking a glass of wine, and just one drip of water is like mm, that was all I could focus on was one drip of water. Um, and honestly, though, the only thing I can say about this is that JD McDonough, in the grand scheme of things, is one of the best new names they've ever given anybody. It makes it it sounds fine. It's like like listen, like it's it is although it is an atrocity that you you may you 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 let Jordan Devlin become JD McDonough. But you saddled Pete Dunn with Butch. Yeah. Well, That's, keep in mind, he's coming yeah. parallel NXT. When he goes up, he might get called, like, butt cheese or something. True. True. Uh, as Jake, as Jake Nile says, can Tony D'Angelo have the writers of NXT 2.0 sleep with the fishes? Is that an option? <sighs> that would be nice. That would be nice. Um uh so uh we got our main event segment which um, means get in your super chats yeah. get into your humper chats we're coming down the home stretch um we got uh cameron grimes and braun breaker we got wade barrett standing out there to introduce them um it says gentlemen all right and then we immediately break it's like no you know what Respectfully, you can get out of the hell of the other spring. We're just gonna have a conversation. And like Wade Brown's like, all right, well, I'm glad I came out here then. Like it's just so he got the Shivani treatment. He really, he really <laughs> did. He really did. Uh Wade cut the shit. And so um Brickaker and, and Grimes have a fine have a fine little face off. I thought this was the, the actual the promo parts were were totally cool. Like Grimes being like ba- basically bleeding down to like you got no heart. You got all the athleticism and size and strength in the world, but you got no heart. And that's what's going to stop you from being a great champion. It's like it stopped your daddy from being a great champion because he had no heart either. Now, that was a low blow, but whatever. Um, and Graham says, I'm all heart. You know, I, I didn't I didn't have the silver spoon, all this kind of stuff. I, I think that at its core, this is a fine way to build to a match. It's the stuff that happened afterwards that I thought was a little over the top. I agree with you. I feel like Breaker has taken a step back post-Gacy stuff. Um, This was not like the fire that we usually see from him, and I think that works for him. It's not even my favorite promo style, but it feels more authentic to him. Yeah. Cameron Grimes has a really good way of making everything feel very, very personal and real, which yes. I appreciate very much. Um, yeah, someone in the chat saying, is he supposed to be the new Johnny Gargano? All I could think about was like, this rebel heart! <laughs> this very large That's heart in Brown Breaker! Um, but, yeah, this is something that is good to snap together. I think the match will be really good. I, I really enjoy... Um, Cameron Grimes' work, and I think he and, and Breaker will have, have good stuff happening between the ropes. I think they both know what they're doing. They both have different advantages in the ring, and I think it'll be really solid. I just, if this is happening at the old Gab, this feels like it was snapped together a little too quick, but I don't know if we're leading toward a heel Grimes or just like a more layered face Grimes, but it works for me. Um, so after the match, uh, um, he gets, uh, Grimes gets under, underneath, uh, breakers, breakers skin enough that, uh, Braun takes a swing at him. 
and then rushes him in the corner, which um, Grimes sidesteps. And Breaker does a full-on uh, Bret Hart chest first into the corner. And I think that was supposed to pop the turnbuckle itself. Okay. The first one. That's kind of what I thought, too. The first one was. And then, because it didn't, um, Grimes had to run him into it chest first again. And that's what popped it off. The, the turnbuckle exploded. The top turnbuckle bounced into the ring. And so um, they, people rush the ring and, and they start sending to him. It's like, you make sure he's okay and he's cleared. And he says, uh, maybe I couldn't beat you at 100%, but you're not going to be 100%. So at least you're like, that's, that's, a, that's a heelish thing to do. But also, I think the reason it would work for the nuance of Cameron Grimes is if Braun Breaker's crazy, like rhinoceros, like I'm just gonna charge at you type of thing was his own undoing, and all Grimes did was get out of the way, that would work a lot better for the nuance of you're so stupid and such a young idiot that you got yourself injured. I didn't do it, but I'm damn sure gonna take advantage of it, and that's a fine nuance thing. The fact that then we had to have Grimes pick him up and run him into the thing again kind of belies that angle a little bit, but I understand things happen. That's kind of what I thought and made sense. Uh, yeah, somebody in the chat also calling out, his shoulders started bruising up fast. Like, something definitely went wrong there. But why wouldn't a top star in a wrestling program get injured? It seems like that is going yeah, around that's just all of wrestling. Yep. Um, but I think this will be I think this will be a good match. I don't know if I love him saying that like Braun Breaker doesn't have heart and then it being a battle of wits. Like that doesn't make sense to me. So um I guess heart, we'll just see. The heart is very uh, obviously uh the same as the brain. The same exact organ. Sure. Yep. Same yeah, they're thing. the same, they're the same thing. It's the same you thing. You think with your heart brain. Yeah, exactly. And you love with your brain heart. <laughs> Jake Nile apparently has said that Tony D'Angelo can have the writers of NXT two point sleep with the fishes again. He said it twice because it's it's that it bears it, repeating. It bears repeating. It does. Um, so we got some 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 chats to to write to write out on, and then uh, and then we'll we'll do we'll do our. Um, We've had a lot of support tonight, guys. Yeah, thank you thank so you much. So much. That really we appreciate helps. it. Nerd Guru says Giovanni and Claudio are strikingly similar. And wow, could you imagine the banger they could have had? But I'll take Claudio uppercutting Jericho and Sammy into the sun tomorrow instead, but still. I just am so in love with Eddie Kingston holding a decade-plus-long grudge against him that they're going to immediately have come into play here. What what a blast. How much fun. Uh, Shadman Huda says, uh, watched Umbrella Academy instead of NXT 2.0. Yeah, everybody should just uh, go ahead and drop drop a chat about what you watched instead of this. Uh, I got people <laughs> telling me that they play play uh, PlayStation or whatever during the show, and then they flip this on just to listen to what they missed. Because are awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and as far as like what they what they should have done with a cinematic match um, uh, during the pandemic era for two J.W. Pringle says, Tony D, the Do the Godfather part two, just a shot for shot remake. The whole thing. <laughs> well, it's not so much a cinematic match, but I'll, I'll take it. A cinematic cin cinema. That's what. Cinematic um, experience. Yes, that's right. 
Um, a cinematic premium live event. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Elisius was watching paint dry, she said. During the <laughs> <laughs> um, Spine on the Pine says, so this is a Kate Appreciation Super Chat. Mr. Mr. Minus, may your gabagool always be gangrenous and your mots always be moldy. The rest of y'all, may someone hug you as TK hugs pretty much everyone. <laughs> uh, the Bean Kicked In says, Kate's lip gloss is popping. You you go, Kate. Alex, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, the Bean. Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> DJ Page says, worked out, ate Tex-Mex, and played Fire Emblem during NXT. See, there you go. A lot of things you can get a lot of. I have no idea, but there's a lot of things you can do um, uh, instead of watching NXT. It's true. Um, uh, As continuing this thing, um, uh, Orion Ben says, "So Claudio versus Eddie, the war continues, huh? Yeah, forever, forever and ever. I hope." Uh, He Eddie uh, Kingston tweeted out a great summary of their Chikara feud. If you're not familiar, but Chikara was rolled out in seasons mm-hmm. and the season cliffhanger happened kind of between them. And then he got signed and became Cesaro. So it never got resolved, which is why Eddie has this fantastic grudge against him. Well, it was because so like they had the match uh, and, and he's like, I don't respect you. You're a scumbag. I know you're a scumbag. And Claudio was like, what are you talking about? I'm me. Everyone loves me. And then later in the same era, episode he turned heel on the entire promotion and <laughs> proved eddie right and then went away forever so eddie has never ever been able to get revenge on him ah it's so good there are things like that and i said the same thing about when malachi black showed up with his dead eye and a different wrestling promotion yeah those things to me are just such love letters to, to pro wrestling like i'm I just i love people's I don't want to say like commitment to kayfabe because that's gotten to be such a truncated term, but like how much fun is that? Like this was like 12 years ago, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Lavalley says NXT. Yay. Whatever. We're getting Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia for the ROH pure title shortly. Also my, my bet is Claudio wins the match tomorrow night for BCC and Eddie will not be best please in spite of Jericho's bleeding. Um, yeah, that might be interesting. If like if Eddie is able to get his revenge on Jericho, but that's not how the match is won. Claudio wins it by like making uh Ange, cool hand Ange tap out to something. You know, then it'd be pissed you'd be pissed off at that. It'd be it'd be it'd be, it'd be good. Um uh Jin Pringle is, is uh is gab short for guts and blood? Because if not, <laughs> it's not gonna be nearly as good as blood and guts. Guts and blood. Guts and blood. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> um, the batter to one Jam Beer says I skipped NXT and played Civil Civilization Six on PS4. I don't um, know, I don't video game, but that Civ- sounds Civilization Six is like a, a a strategy game where you build things from the ground up. Like it was, it was like Sim City back in the day, but like times a million. Nice. Um, the batter to one Jam Beard says. Hey, uh, some news to pick up the spirits. Orange Cassidy and, e- and All Ego Page set for the Blood and Gut show. That should be great. Oh, man. Except I really want Ethan Page to win that. And he probably won't. True. Um, Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay was, I think, my favorite match on the card. It was so great. Um, yeah, I'm just a huge fan of Ethan Page, and I don't I want him to win anybody. Um, uh, so uh, Layla Gray versus Jade Cargo for, for Blood and Guts. That should, that should be great. I got to interview Layla Gray. She's delightful. 
Uh, Meet Norma says, after the AEW Dark main event, it looks like we're getting the Wheeler Yuta versus the Daniel Garcia. Your thoughts, Linda and Sheila? Well, I love the Wheeler Yuta. Listen, I love anything with wheels because it means I don't have to walk, and I hate walking. So anybody who's a Wheeler, I'm a big fan of the Wheeler. Uh, also, the Daniel Garcia, he's so cute with the backwards Kangol hat. I I have a sucker for that. The, my seventh husband used to wear the Kangol hat. And so I, I'm still, I still, my heart is still a flutter. He was the one. My seventh husband was the one. And then he died. And that was too bad. But then you married someone else. I married somebody. Well, yeah, listen, life's too short to be alone forever. So I married husband number eight, who was a scumbag, and I divorced him soon after. And then I said, you know what? Being alone is better. I don't know. I think husband number nine is on the way. But if you don't like Wheeler Yuta, you're the biggest fool I ever heard of. That's very good. And I love I like the Daniel that. Garcia. Yes. How do you not love the Daniel how could, Garcia? How could you know it? How could you He's know it? He's so sports entertaining. He's very. Um... <laughs> Um, the battle to one jam beard uh, says that Kate and Papa Elizabeth in a tag team versus Maddie Minus and his crusty sock. <laughs> um, uh, Luis says, Hose me down about Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia. That's cool. <laughs> thanks for hijacking this chat, and making it about AEW. Um, okay, I think, oh, yeah, I think we are all done, and now it's time for some, um, some uh some 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 requests we got this one last week um uh and i didn't get to get to it so ricardo the mark whose appendix burst in the intervening days um says um i'm supposed to do savior by rise against as linda so i'm gonna get the glasses back out again here we go hold on I can't, I can't read unless I have my glasses. Okay. <clears throat> it kills me not to know this, but I've all but just forgotten what the color of her eyes were and her scars or how she got them. Uh, as this telling signs of age rain down, a single tear is dropping through the valleys of an aging face that this world has forgotten. There is no reconciliation that will put me in my place. And there is no time like the present to drink these draining seconds. But seldom do these words ring true when I'm constantly failing you. Walls that we just can't break through until we disappear. So tell me now, if this ain't love, then how do we get out? Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I mean, it seems like you got out of them with eight different husbands. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, we got yet another request, uh, for Friends in Low Places uh, by Garth Brooks. I don't know this if is, I think, the third time. I think it is, but I don't think we've ever gotten a Gunther request for, uh, <laughs> this is from the Batted to One Jam Beard. So appropriate as Double Vest and the Beach have won the NXT <laughs> UK titles. <laughs> Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. And ruined your black tie affair. Yeah. The last one to know. The last one to show. I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise. 
and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne and I toasted you. Said, honey, we may be through, but you'll never hear me complain because I've got friends in low places. It's Ludwig. And when my whiskey drowns and the beard chases my blues away, ha, and I'll be okay. I'm not big on social graces. I think I will sleep on down to the oasis. Oh, I got friends in low places. I am the intercontinental champion now. Yeah. Yeah, we know you're not big on social graces. You show up to your ex's wedding just to make a toast like an idiot. Yep. Sounds like you're really healed, dude. Stay home. Idiot. Fucking men and their emotional immaturity. I can't. <laughs> All right, there we go. Okay. Um, uh, uh, we got a request um, for. Um, I, I hold on. Let's, uh, let's see here. What is this now? Nathan Frazier. J.W. Pringle wants to hear Nathan Frazier singing "Kiss Me Deadly" by Lita Ford. <laughs> I do. I'm glad Nathan Fraser has worked his way into rotation. I like it. Okay, here we go. I went to a party last Saturday night. I didn't get late. I got in a fight. Uh-huh. It ain't no big thing. Late for me job and the traffic was bad. I had to borrow 10 pounds from my old man. Uh-huh. It ain't no big thing. I went to a party last Saturday night. I told you that story would be all right. Uh-huh. It ain't no big thing. But I, I know what I like, and I like dancing with you, I do. And I know what you like. I like, you know, you like dancing with me. Oh, yeah, kiss me once, kiss me twice. Come on, pretty baby. Kiss me deadly, huh? Bob's your uncle. Uh, kiss me pretty deadly, am I right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um. Okay, uh, NCB wants to hear Seamus. Singing Weezer's Say It Ain't So. Um, I, 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 we have not gotten a Seamus singing a, a, a song request. But here we go. It ain't so. There we go. <clears throat> Somebody's Heidi. He's crowding my Xbox, fella. Somebody's calling. It's giving me chills. I guess I just closed my eyes. Oh, yeah. All right. Feels good inside. Fill up on the telly. Wrestle with Jimmy. Something's bubbling. Behind me back. The bubble is yet to blow, fella. Say it ain't so. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so. My love is a life taker. <laughs> fella. <laughs> I've never sung a song as Seamus before. It's very odd. It is. He's, I'm very, st- I'm... he's very staccato. So it doesn't like he doesn't like actually like hold things out very long. So. I'm seeing him on stage, but with his like super washed out lighting. Like with a yes. mic in his hand, but mm-hmm. the whitest lights in the world. All right, this is the last one. Is um, is uh, by Howell Howell Doughty, Shrimp Night, sung by Linda as requested by Matthew Plus, which means okay. Well, let's only, be careful because he's a sandbag only, instead of a can, bitch. Like, like listen. Luis says it's funny, so I'm, I'm going to take Luis's word for it. There we go. Luis, this is go. there's there's a lot riding on you right now. We're gonna have a shrimp night all night. You and me, we're eating shrimp till sunrise. We're gonna have a shrimp night all night. We're gonna have a shrimp night, shrimp night. That sounds like me every time I go to the Red Lobster. 
We're going to have shrimp night. That's right. Grab a shrimp. Take a bite. Whole table covered in deep sea delights. We got garlic butter, hot sauce, marinara, remoulade, lime crema, tangerine, curried yogurt, sour cream, shrimp night all night. All my favorite shrimp tights. A popcorn, coconut, tempura batter, fried up, shrimp and grits. Well, you don't like the grits. No, like we've discussed that before. Grits are a load. We've of, talked about this ad nauseum. Load of trash. Not a big fan of the grits. No. Teriyaki scampi pasta, biryani jambalaya, tom yum soup, and cocktail, just to name a few. Shrimping all night like a pair of maniacs getting drunk on these little deep sea aphrodisiacs. Tails up, heads down, stewing in a pot. You know, the neighbors like to call the cops when they see how much shrimp we got. We're going to have a shrimp night all night. You and me, we're getting dressed up to the ninth. Cocktail, garlic butter, peel it, eat, bake, boiled, and brine. We're going to have a shrimp night. Shrimp night. You know, that's right. We'll be loving, hugging, kissing, lips and fingers glistening. Neighbors don't know what they're missing, but you know they will be listening in to our shrimp night. That was a lot about shrimp. It was, it was, it was, it was about shrimp. It was. I love shrimp. Not a fan of the seafood. There's 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 literally more. There's like I don't know, at least three times as much as that. But I'm not going to read all of it. It's just it's about shrimp. It's a sample platter of the shrimp. Um, (laughs) he says, "I wish that was Tony D's theme song." (laughs) Allie sees is my favorite. Um, She's delightful. Matthew Plus says, "So much love." So much love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad we could please you, Mr. Mickey it's for, Plus. We do it for the people. Um, Kate, where can they find you? <sighs> well, you can find me on Fightful Select with Alex Pulowski. This feller right here doing mm-hmm. the money in the bank. And we'll definitely be doing a Gab post show as well every Tuesday. We're back here. To the, this very show, you on Wednesdays, you can find me at the Mark Order podcast talking all things all elite. And on Friday, you can catch me doing the AW Rampage and SmackDown post show, also on Fightful YouTube. Um, yes, uh, tomorrow night I'll be on this year's channel with Sean Ronsap talking about the blood and the guts. Oh my god, the blood and the guts! Oh, the blood and the guts is <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. The the blood is a guarantee. Of course. The blood is a guarantee. However, I I do love to see a little bit of color. But if I see an actual entrail, I might have to turn off the TV. If you're disemboweling people, I don't need to see it on my television. I don't know that Eddie Kingston likes to grab whatever's around and stamp people. He could he could he might bring in, I don't know, some kind of spear. You know what? This reminds me that. Uh, I don't think we've had an, anybody get murdered in canon on NXT before. Oh, no. What am I saying? Sam Shaw. We had Dexter yeah. Loomis. But I was thinking about how Eddie murdered somebody in canon and Impact murders people all the time. <laughs> Are you happy now, Alice? Now I'm wearing the glasses, okay? Um. So, uh, also, on Thursday, a new episode of Get the Flick Out of Here drops. Uh, we're recording that right after this. Uh, we're going to talk about the Animal Planet show from 15 years ago because we're nothing if not timely uh, called Animal Face-Off, uh, which ep- <laughs> full episodes have been scrubbed from the internet. 
It's true. Um, it, you can't find them anywhere. Um, uh, but uh, but also but highlights of the episodes are on YouTube, and they are the worst CG you've ever seen in your life so of two animals fighting. I love it's, it so much. It is hilarious. Um, so we're I will say about that. I got way too emotional for CGI animals. <laughs> I got really invested yeah. about what was going to happen to like a gorilla and a leopard, and it's it's not even close to convincing. Yeah. But I was like this poor little guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> These poor pixels. Jake, Jake, Jake Neal, Jake Nile says we had a family night each week watching that. It's wild. Robo Croc. Yes, Robo Croc. Um, anyway, thank you all for watching those. That that's a little labor of love for us. Um, and uh, and we'll be back. You know, uh, like I said, post Money in the Bank, talking about oh those great booking decisions. Oh, won't, won't we love the things that they do? We sure will. <laughs> uh, to go to Fightful Select if you want to hear me talk about Raw and SmackDown, though I don't even know why anybody would want to hear anybody talk about that. But anybody, that's, that's, anyway. That's not very good for business. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you want to hear anybody talk about it, I assume it's me and also Kate. <laughs> but who would want to have those episodes recapped for you? Like just, just, we get what? back to review wrestling shows. All oh, right, sorry, good I, and bad. I, I, I was, I was, I keep a kayfabe. I'm sorry, I, that was a shoot, brother. Kayfabe's dead, but we don't need to piss on its grave, partner. Keep it cool, gabagools. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.